Welcome to Relationship Workout for Men, a podcast dedicated to helping men be intentional in choosing a better partner and being a better partner for the person they choose. Episode 5, All Relationships Have Issues. So now what? Indeed, all relationships do have issues. That's a given. It's if and how you choose to resolve those issues as partners that will go a long way in determining the strength of your relationship. As John Gottman writes in Why Marriages Succeed or Fail, quote, A marriage lives and dies by what you might loosely call its arguments, by how well disagreements and grievances are aired. The key is how you argue, whether your style escalates tension or leads to a feeling of resolution, unquote. It makes sense, right? After all, if your disagreements aren't getting resolved, it makes common sense that the relationship will suffer, especially if the arguments escalate. Those unresolved issues and the lingering disdainful feelings and negative internal narratives can act like leeches, slowly bleeding the chemistry and love out of your relationship. Likewise, if resolving issues is key to a strong relationship, it follows that the quantity of issues must be important too. After all, the fewer the issues, less often you will need to find resolutions in a mutually agreeable way. To help understand this better, let's organize our thinking into three areas. One, intentionally being a better partner and choosing a better partner. Two, reducing the drama and resolving the issues. And three, having more fun together. Okay, first area, be and choose a better partner. For starters, a relationship by itself cannot be good or bad. A relationship isn't something physical consisting of some collection of molecules. Rather, an intimate relationship is purely an idea shared by two people who have decided to be together. As such, a relationship follows only the ethical codes given to it by the couple. Therefore, from your point of view, the ultimate test of the quality of a relationship resides in the level of satisfaction joy gives you. There really isn't any other test. If the relationship continues to bring you love, fun, and happiness, then it's strong. On the flip side, if the relationship disturbs you, then it's weak until either the relationship dynamics or your mind changes. As a simple example, let's say you're a dance fanatic like I am, and you absolutely want your partner to dance with you. Let's also say you meet an amazing woman, amazing in all facets except she hates dancing and wouldn't be caught dead on a dance floor. You now have a dilemma. She's amazing in so many ways, but in your mind, a disappointment regarding the one hobby you're most passionate about, dancing. On your scorecard, a clear negative weakness. The only way this issue can be resolved and the quality of your relationship strengthened is if either the relationship dynamic changes, in other words, she gives up her anti-dance position, and or your mind changes, in other words, you accept her hatred for dance and let go of your need for her to share dancing with you. Without at least one of these two things happening, finding a compromise will be challenging at best. Of course, you could just decide to live with the topic of dance as an unresolved problem, fighting continuously over your favorite hobby. Now that's not fun. Or you could decide to leave and look for someone who is amazing and loves to dance. Although. Resolution by breakup may find you in search of a ghost, as no perfect relationship exists. In any case, situations in life will present each couple with a stream of dilemmas sparked by differences. So as you start dating, it's important to understand how compatible you two are before you fall madly in love with each other. Now what does this mean? It starts with chemistry, which we're all familiar with. 
but it also includes dating intentions. In other words, are you both looking for the same type of relationship? It includes emotional availability. Are both of you over your exes and emotionally available to fall in love again? And it includes alignment. Are there any must-have misalignments that could be source of an ongoing drama if you stay together? Okay, so how do you address this? Well, one way is you can leverage the Relationship Workout Program and Expectations features to quickly identify if you have any potential compatibility issues that need discussing. Okay, second area, reduce drama and resolve issues. The types of issues you two will need to deal with will depend on a lot of factors. However, they basically fall into two categories, external and self-created. The external issues originate from events outside the relationship. Perhaps there's an illness in the family. Perhaps the company you work for goes out of business, sticking your nose suddenly into the job ads and creating financial strain. Regardless, suddenly life brought you to something in need of working through and resolving one way or another. These external issues reside outside of your control. Basically, life has thrown you some kind of curveball and you both need to deal with it. The second category are the self-created issues and those are the ones that are generated from within the relationship. For example, you may never hang the new roll of toilet paper on the toilet paper holder and this drives your partner crazy. Or there's genuine distrust in the relationship, turning a potentially innocent misunderstanding into a torrid set of blaming accusations. Or one of you has a major wedding bell fantasy while the other is a closet commitment foe. Or one of you wants to have kids right now but the other one isn't really that crazy about the whole children idea. Regardless, a self-created issue is one that is generated by the couple. A relationship with a high quantity of drama is one involving lots of self-created issues along with the likely uncontrollable life-given external issues. This is a weak position because life is hard enough without putting more self-created issues on the table. It's like walking barefoot and deliberately throwing broken glass in one's path. On the other hand, the strongest relationship has minimal drama, especially minimal self-created drama. These couples, for the most part, are dealing effectively with whatever external issues life brings. If and how you deal with the inevitable issues as partners may well decide if the relationship blossoms into sustained fun, happiness, and love, or goes sideways down breakup lane. Yet another horror story to share with your friends and family. Basically, if you don't resolve the issues, they'll likely snowball until they're just too big to handle. Actually, it's not the issues themselves that can break a relationship. For instance, just because you want to watch football and she has her heart set on watching her favorite reality show doesn't necessarily mean you two will have a major disagreement on your hands. Rather, the question is whether the issue turns into a drama between you two. Now, I define drama as conflict that has broken the loving flow between you and her. Did you stay emotionally connected by finding a loving compromise? Or instead, did you end up arguing either with words or silence, and as a result, left feeling emotionally disconnected? In a strong relationship, the drama is kept to a minimum, as all issues are resolved, whether by working through them or simply deciding to let them go. Also, the process of solving the issue doesn't leave one or both people feeling so bruised that they need a hospital bed instead of spooning with each other to promote recovery. Of course, when I say an issue is resolved, this means the issue is done with over and out. This is not just dropping the subject and waiting for time to heal all wounds. Time alone doesn't guarantee to heal anything. 
Worse yet, ignoring any unresolved issue may just mean turning it into a hidden demon whose ugly face will show itself when eventually provoked again. Okay, so area three. Are we having fun yet? At some point, especially if you're dating, you might just want to sit back and honestly ask yourself, how are things going in the relationship? For the most part, are you having lots of fun together? Or is lots of fighting and misery more your status quo? Are you discussing issues, picking your battles, or not even talking to each other anymore? Are you laughing a lot and at peace with your decision to be together? Or is anger and anxiety constant companions? And how's the sex? Are you flying high or are you frequently sleeping with late night television? As John Gottman writes in The Seven Principles of Making Marriage Work, quote, the determining factor whether wives feel satisfied with sex, romance, and passion in their marriage is by 70% the quality of the couple's friendship. For men, the determining factor is by 70% as well, the quality of the couple's friendship. Yes, how does it feel to be together? Do you feel like you're on the same team, partners, and best friends? Or rather, does it feel like you're both individuals with your own agendas, protecting your own best interests from each other because you just don't feel safe? And men, just like women, want to feel safe and secure in a relationship. So what's it gonna be? What kind of intimate relationship do you wanna have? This all said, who I choose to be with can obviously have a huge impact on how difficult the relationship is. For instance, if I fall madly in love with someone who doesn't want children, while I can't see my life without children, then we may be staring at an unresolvable must-have misalignment that can continuously fuel drama. Put simply, if I want to have children, then I should find someone who also wants to have children. So let's take a step back. Relationship Workout for Men is about helping men be a better partner and choosing a better partner. So let's take a step back and talk about dating as a process you take to choose a partner. And that's the topic of the next episode.